happy scrolling. Happy, happy scrolling. Did you just say happy scrolling, Klein? All right, I, we're, we've just freaked out Klein. Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. I'm Jane Feld. I'm Elise Notariani. And I'm Marianne Aliardi. Later today in the episode, we're going to have an interview with Dr. Jen Caudill. But first, we're going to try to cure Elise of her TikTok addiction. No. Oh my gosh. I'm a huge proponent. And I think that there's the one hand of TikTok, which is, you know, funny videos, lots of puppies and dances. And there's another side of TikTok that is people like showing off things they're really passionate about. So sometimes it's weird interests. Like uh, without TikTok, I never would have known how many people like to dress up like fairies. Did you feel you need to know that? No, I feel my life is enhanced because I know that. Thank you for sharing. Right. You, have you joined in? No, no, I just watch. Um, I vote. That but, that but there are people who are really using it for um, advocating for certain things. So I, like I've fallen into uh, disability awareness TikTok where you learn a lot about how, um, you know, things people are going through and how they prefer you as an able-bodied person interact with them, which is great. Um, I'm on indigenous TikTok, so I'm learning a lot about indigenous cultures. So when you say you're on indigenous TikTok, what does that mean? So TikTok has a really sophisticated algorithm where it will track how, what you're watching, what you're interacting with, how uh, long you're watching things. It will give you videos that are like that. Isn't that the same for every social media outlet? Though, like Facebook does the same thing. I think Instagram. it's it just gets more specific for TikTok. Also, so I think the difference is that with YouTube or Facebook, you can choose kind of a little bit what's on there, whereas TikTok just gives you things. Hmm. So sometimes you fall into things you don't want to be in. Like I was in Harry Potter TikTok for a while, and I wasn't interested in it, but I kept. Getting you didn't want to be in Harry Potter TikTok. Why? I love, I love Harry Potter, but I don't need to see people dressed yeah. up like Hogwarts people every day. Oh, that's, that's. But there. you need to see fairies, people dressed up as fairies. I don't need day. to see it, but I'm not upset that I am <laughs> seeing it. So tell me, when are you on TikTok? Sometimes a couple minutes at a time. And then sometimes it's like an hour and a half. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you last night I was on it from 1030 to midnight. <sighs> but I learned yeah. so much. About what'd you, what'd you learn? I got a lot of videos of, um, I think it's Inuit throat singing. Is my dog crying really loud? I'm so sorry. Yeah, loud. It cries a lot. It's right? Does, it, does your dog cry? All the time. What? He's got a hard life. All he does is cry. Life's hard for a dog. It is. Elise, when was Facebook your first account? Um, I think I got a Facebook when I was a, in eighth grade, judging by the photo albums available, <laughs> which are all private. Do you, do you still have oh. like your eighth grade Facebook photos on oh, your Facebook account? You, you can't Same. see them, but I can see them. But I'm surprised that you both had them in eighth grade because it was supposed to be that none of the younger people oh, yeah. in it because their parents were there. That oh, no, wasn't until then. later. Yeah. No, not them because That's I remember now. When, the, when the girls <laughs> got on, I told them they could only do it if they, they were friends with me. And then every one of their friends friended me. <laughs> And then I was, I would go on Facebook and it was like, I have got to get away from these teen girls. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. All the parents being on, that's how it is now. Like all of my mm -hmm. friends' parents. That was like the real novelty of all these people in your life you haven't seen from high school and college. And when I lived in New York, you know, it's exciting for two minutes to look at their stuff. And then you're like, oh, whatever. Do you use Instagram a lot? If I'm out in nature and I do a pretty picture, I like to post it. And I like to see yeah. other people's stuff like that, especially in this pandemic with 
stress levels high. That's the one social media where it's just an escape because it's mostly pretty things. That's exactly what, how I feel about Instagram. And then with the stories, I've definitely started doing stories more than my posts because I found that's what you do. But the stories I always found odd. I didn't understand what they were for. And then Mary Rose, my youngest said to me, that's how people express who they are creatively. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I only look at stories because um, I think those are interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see people's feeds. I don't want to see your pretty pictures. I'm not interested in everyone's fake life. Oh, I guess people do put, yeah. Wait, are you, are you saying that the pictures on Instagram aren't totally real? No, 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 no. I think the people that I follow, I'm not really following influencers. They're not, it's not totally fake. I mean, yeah, nobody's putting up a bad picture. They're putting up their pretty, their prettiest picture. But I don't feel like I'm being, it's totally a misrepresentation of who they are. It's not that you're making stuff up. You're just putting a filter on mm-hmm. your life. And well, I do that too. And literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are putting filters on that. Right. Yeah. When this was all just starting and kids were begging to be on accounts, weren't you guys worried about like, had you heard rumors of yeah. bullying online? Online? No. I wrote a story for SJ Magazine 10 years ago on cyberbullying. That was our cover story. And that wasn't a concern? That was a crazy concern for me. I tried to keep my kids off of it. And actually, they don't really care about it. Did anybody ever cyberbully anybody? Like, I feel like I definitely had moments where some kid is probably looking back at their formative years and been like, Elise might not have been great. I wasn't a bad kid, but you just... What did you do? I don't know. know. Sometimes you just say things. And I think it's okay to admit that sometimes when you were a kid, you made bad choices. Uh I think I did that in person sometimes. Wait, you know who thinks it's okay to admit that? The people who did bad things when they were a kid. (laughs) Those those people are the people who think it's okay to admit that. Are you calling Elise a bully? Elise, you're a bad kid. No, I'm amazed by that. I I don't don't think you're so sweet. I don't think I was a bully. I don't think I was mean, but I definitely, I think everyone has their moments. And I have four sisters. I don't know what too far is. That was usually the... (laughs) That was usually the problem, is I would say something that, like, my sister would have said to me the night before. And Mm -hmm. they're like, hey, that's actually not okay. Please don't do that. I think that social media brings out the worst passive aggressiveness. Do you guys know what subtweeting is? No, and I don't want to. It's it's passive aggressive on steroids. It's when you tweet about someone, but you don't name them or tag them. Like, you just tweet about them. I've done this quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god what are you talking about i swear to god this story is not about me this is actually about my friend she was seeing this guy and then i think they were texting each other and they said good night and sh- he sent a smiley face and like she sent one back or something like that and then like two hours later on his twitter he tweeted girls love a smiley face which was clearly about her and that's a sub tweet <laughs> mm-hmm. she saw it though yeah what did so she do when she saw it? Who's being subtweeted about is meant to see it. Yes, I think it depends on the person who's doing the subtweeting. Oh, was she insulted by it? Um, I didn't talk to her at the time about it, but in the moment, it's probably not that funny. You're probably like, "Oh my god, just exhausting." Um, I currently have a, a network of spies. I don't know who it is yet. If I tweet about my boyfriend, it will get back to him within. 10 minutes. <laughs> is he not on Twitter? He is. He doesn't go on. That's crazy well, to me, though, because like I never just 
say something that happened to my husband. I just know John's going to find out usually. I know yeah. bad, but it's a lot of it's funny, I think. Like he could set up email notifications and just get an email every time you mention him. Oh, that's so much more effort. He would not do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could yeah, also yeah. just follow me. He doesn't do that. He could. He doesn't, he doesn't follow, follow you? you? I don't think so. Wow. Come on. Yeah. My Twitter is exhausting. All right. So Elise, you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok Snap, you still on Snapchat? Yeah. yeah. Do you use Snapchat though? So my dog is currently sitting in a pile of eaten toilet paper with my bra around his neck and I will yeah. Snapchat that to a handful of people. So I, use I don't it. know. I don't know how you do anything else. I don't know. I, also, I'm not that social of a human being. So I don't scroll through a lot of these feeds. Sometimes on Twitter, I'll doom scroll if I really want to mm. get upset about the world. What's that? You don't know what yeah. that is? Doom scroll no, is- I've never heard of that before. Send yourself down um, a really deep spiral of uh, just awful social media. So how do you determine that? Like, how do you, is it like, I'm just going on Twitter and that's what will happen? It's not yeah, on purpose. <laughs> yeah, 99% of the time you just go on Twitter and you start doom scrolling. Yeah. That's what I got on TikTok for because I was doom scrolling and then I started happy scrolling. Happy, happy scrolling. Did you just say happy scrolling, Klein? All right, I we're, we've just freaked out Klein because she and I said two times the same thing at the same time. I love that. Oh my oh, god, that's so funny! Klein, you're, up, you're turning into your mother. Oh my god, I love that. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Today, I'm talking with Dr. Jen Caudill. You've probably seen her talk about health on programs, including the Dr. Oz Show, the Steve Harvey Show, and a number of news networks. She also practices family medicine and is an associate professor at Rowan Medicine. So Dr. Caudill, how are you? Hi, it's, it's great to be here. It's great chatting with you. Most people know you have a huge online following. People look to you for health tips, just kind of sanity checks lately. If anyone listening isn't already following Dr. Coddle, you can find her pretty much everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, at Dr. Jen Coddle. How do you kind of balance interacting with people online with interacting with, you know, your patients and your students in real time? Yeah, I'm really lucky to have an op- the opportunity to not only see patients a couple days a week, and of course, teaching my medical students and precepting residents, but I do a good amount of media work. Since the COVID pandemic, I actually started creating a lot of my own content, which I really hadn't done much before. You know, interacting with um, with followers and trying to answer questions, hearing their concerns has actually been, it's been really gratifying. But I, I think one of the biggest things is it's done is it's let me know what's on people's minds. Mm-hmm. It's really informed me about what people worry about, what they're hearing on the street, the myths that they're they're trying, they're grappling with, um, the, the situations that they're in at home. Right. Social media, you know, is just in everyone's lives every day now. Yeah. Has that changed the way that people talk about and maybe even act on their health? I, I think so. Social media for me has changed a lot of things because sometimes I'm able to reach even more people than, than when, when I go on TV. With that comes the, the chance to sort of hopefully help inspire, you know, good health changes and things like that. I mean, for example, I do a lot of segments and a lot of videos on flu shots. I talk about it so much. I'm sure people think that I like, you know, I'm over here making flu shots in my, my apartment or something. I don't know. No, that's that's good because you actually just reminded me that I need to go get my flu shot. So oh that my God, is yes. perfect. Please, please do. Yes. Um, and we actually, we're still giving shots at Rowan Medicine, by the way. So just throwing a there little plug out there. There you go. Okay, um, that's easy. Yep. We've got four locations. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, what, what I was saying was um, there were two people yesterday, because of course I posted another flu shot video. Um, two people said, you know, I'd never gotten my flu shot. I've been watching your videos. I decided to get one. I got one last week. It went awesome. okay. Or I just got mine today. Like that kind of stuff, man. That's like, that's what this is all for. So Yeah, that's amazing. Speaking of, there is so much going on right now. How do you decide what you're going to post about? Do you yeah. have a line? Because I know a lot of people struggle with, you know, the, the personal side of their life yeah. and yeah. Uh, the business side when they're deciding how to show themselves. I don't know. I think, I think I, I, I don't have very many lines um, <laughs> and uh, for better or for worse. But, but I think what I've realized and what's, what works for me is, you know, my, my transparency and vulnerability is, is, is one of my strengths. You know, I'm a normal person and it's important. I, I really, really am. And it's important for me to show uh, the people that I'm talking to that I am that as well, because uh, it, it, in many ways, it helps me reach them. And it's also how I connect to them. That, that's, that's, I get strength from feeling and being able to connect with my followers that way. You know, um, just went to the beauty shop, guys. And like, what do you think? Do you think it's too long? You think, like that type of thing? Yeah. And actually, side note, the, I just yeah. watched your video on um, Chris Rock, on Trevor, no, on Daily oh Show. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was great. Also, I love your love for Trevor Noah because I share oh, that. Right. <laughs> he's a doll. Is he's not adorable and like witty and funny and like amazing? amazing. You yes, right? you got it down to a T. You explained right? my obsession. <laughs> you know, we are together. And as I said in the video, I heard he's got a girlfriend. Happy for them, but yes, like, just, exactly. Just saying, you know, hey Trevor, just I'm just I'm out here. <laughs> Obvious thing, if we're going to talk about social media, you sure. have to talk about the fact that there is some negativity out there. And oh, it's not yeah, always the best. Um, <laughs> yes. Not everyone yes. shares the love like we do. That, that's so true. <laughs> so how, how do you handle that? Are you one of the people who yeah. looks at it and reads through it? Or are you one of the people who ignores it completely? Oh, I don't ignore it completely. And before COVID, the most negativity I ever got was about vaccines. I knew that every time oh. I did a segment on vaccines, I was going to get people that were either anti-vaxxers or this or that or whatever. Um, what's interesting is since COVID, masks, I call them anti-maskers. Anytime I do a video on masks, there are a number of people um, that will uh, come on and not only will they say masks don't work, you know, you're, you're, you're fooling yourself, you're this or that, some expletives sometimes are involved. They attack my eyelashes. I've said this in my what? video. I know, I know, it's, a, it's the craziest thing. I have said <laughs> this in my YouTube videos every time I go live and I speak to my haters because I'll be like, yes. every time they attack me, they'll be like, and she got them long fake eyelashes. I'm like, what does my eyelashes Oh my God. Like, it's the <laughs> that's they'll be like wild yes i know if, if you see any of my mass videos and you ch care to look at the comments like especially the ones that have gone viral because sometimes um those who are against my videos help them go viral um for for, for, there you for go. hatred right for hatred reasons which by the way i'm a fan of because to, to answer your question about how does it make me feel mm -hmm. you know it propels me further because seeing all these people who have misconceived notions about masks means I need to be out here more. Um, so it actually sort of reminds me and gives me encouragement to be like, no, no, we're not taking a day off. We're gonna keep, we're gonna keep at this, Jen. 
do you ever have days where you just feel a little like it's a little too much all the time and especially with you know the election coming up the political space that we're living in the sort of um the racial climate that we're in we're literally in the middle of a racial reckoning right in this country and then we've got covid and i mean honestly i have plenty of bad days if that's what you're asking and mm -hmm. and you know, I feel the Trevor Noah video with Chris Rock was really, and I, I talked about it in the video, it was a day I felt crappy. I literally just wanted to crawl under a rock. And for those of you listening, you're like, what you talking about, Chris Rock? So the long and the short of it for those who are listening is Chris Rock did an interview with Trevor Noah, and he told him that he devotes seven hours, uh, was it, what did I say, seven hours a week to a his week, mental yeah. seven hours a week, yeah, to his mental health. Trevor Noah kind of quipped and was like, oh man, really? Like, and Chris Rock made this really eloquent point that, hey, people spend an hour or two a day on their bodies working out. Seven hours a week is, is nothing. And it really made me think and also made me not feel alone that that particular day that I wanted to crawl under a rock because I'm scared the world is going to fall down. What do I do when I have days like that? A couple tactics, honestly, is I'll post older videos. Um, it's really important sometimes to recycle old stuff that I sometimes just don't have the strength to make something new. But I also think it's important to get the message out to people who had not heard that message before. Um, what else do I do? I look for inspiration in places or I allow myself to be inspired. Now, sometimes I don't find it, but when I do, I go with it. And sometimes I literally just can't deal. Some, there's some days where I'm like, I can't look at Facebook right now or my YouTube channel or Instagram. And I, and I don't, I'm just, I have to shut it out. And to be honest with you, it's something I suggest my patients do that are feeling overwhelmed is minimize the amount of news that you're consuming, minimize social media, take a tech break. Um, all those things can be very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I liked that you, you made the point that sometimes you don't find inspiration because yeah. sometimes it just doesn't, you know, just doesn't hit. Sometimes you just have one of those happen. days. Yeah. And sometimes you do need to just like, find your own rock, whether it's your covers or whatever, and, and crawl under it. I think we need to normalize the fact that the space we're in right now in 2020 is not a normal space. And I think we need to be kind to ourselves and find ways to sort of cope and manage and deal in healthy ways as we're, as we're trying to swim our way out of it. That was amazing. I feel like I should ask you a more upbeat question to end this. Yes. On. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. If um, I took that. I'm sorry if I was a Debbie Downer. I no, 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 no. I am very happy that you just said all of that because it's, it's very important. Um, what's a happy question I can ask you? What, what are you most looking forward to the, like, you know, the back to normal? Yeah. Well, and that is a very happy question, by the way, that is something I encourage people to think about and like to set, like, like make a little list of like what oh, you're going to do. Right. Yeah. Because it, it gives us something to look forward mm. to. So for love example, it. um, I have a subscription group on Facebook. It's a, it's a group of, of subscribers that subscribe to my channel. They get different content and I do special lives for them and stuff. And I'm hosting a Thanksgiving Zoom party, yes, with my subscribers, which by the way, can I just tell you, cause I'm gonna be quarantining in my apartment in Philadelphia by myself. Cause my parents are like, oh, you ain't coming over here. And I'm yeah. not, right? I don't want to. My mother, I have asked her to overnight her stuffing and gravy to me. No, no lies there. No That's lies. That's amazing. There I love there. where your priorities are. It's <laughs> fantastic. Like, it's all about the food, right? The short term. <laughs> but big things? Oh, honey, I'm going to travel. You know, I didn't travel as much as I, I should have. 
And mm -hmm. now that I can't travel, like it was all for work and stuff. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Look <laughs> out. Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Of course. Thank you. I am excited to watch more of your videos and have Aww. you keep me sane. Um, You're so sweet. So thanks to Dr. Caudle for that awesome interview. Elise, I don't know what happened. I did not cure you of your TikTok addiction and I now want to get a TikTok. Okay, thank you, because I got really offended oh. when you told me that you haven't been watching the dozens of videos that I've had. <laughs> I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but I'll, I'll give it a try. Thanks everyone for listening this week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.